right? Super shower. Yep. <laughs> nope. Don't hear anything in the background. Yeah, when, when you're in Florida, you tend not to want to leave. <laughs> Did we have a what? Oh, yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it went well. It went well. Until I made it through the show until the after show, after the post show, and... And then my internet gave out at the right time, so apparently, so. <laughs> so. Yeah, we were having trouble with YouTube for some reason, and now I'm not sure why. In fact, I need to look and see, are we even... Because right now, we're, we're streaming right now. It's just the four of us. <laughs> so... Uh, Anoxus says hi. Uh, in the in the Twitch, uh, I'm checking YouTube, but YouTube shows that we're live there, so should be all good there. Chris is working out the kinks. He's working out his uh, streaming kinks. <laughs> We just uh, did our hockey game uh, just before this for the hockey league, and I got I was able to keep up a little bit there. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get mercyed this time. <laughs> little by little. Hey Chris, we hear something, but not you. Yes, you sound good. I don't hear an echo. Excellent. Glad you can make it. And I was just talking about the hockey game. Did you catch that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. Could eventually get there. Oh yeah, there's no touch sensitive stuff. I have uh, this. I have the Samsung. Uh, earbuds and I really like them because they have the pass-through sound so I can hear the outside too but if I want to I can turn them off and just hear what I'm listening to um, but they have that touch uh, thing going on and it's like you can accidentally stop or pause something or <laughs> or activate it but I like the uh, the other earbuds that I got that I got to test out the gaming ones and those were pretty nice. They had a really nice quality sound to them, um, especially for gaming. Yeah, they they come with a a, a a dongle that you can get connected there. The thing I was trying to get to work was 
the re the what I really like about these my Steel Series is that I can connect two things to them at once. So you know, because I can use the I can use the wire for one connection and the Bluetooth for my phone. So and that's you know so I can use this to wire up to the switch and then use the bluetooth for the phone for like say if we were talking in discord i'd have i could just use this and then for fortnite i just plug this in straight to the switch yeah yeah the bluetooth ones Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that's how I got this screen that I'm looking at here with you guys on it. Is uh... sorry, just are we not streaming now? I don't see a screen. Oh. What's that? Yes, shows a countdown, but I didn't see anything going on in the background there. Okay. All right, that was weird. All right, I guess we're still streaming. So, <laughs> Noxus is still there too. We got two viewers, so I don't know who else is there, but whoever's there, hi. But anyways, yeah, I got you guys on this screen here. It's it, I have two monitors for when I'm on screen uh, on my computer, uh, but I can switch the second monitor to my, you know, my gaming one as well. So, and it's also hooked up to, for the pass through for the Avermedia device that I have. So price it sounds pretty similar to what you got there Sam, set up Sam so oh it's Ebisel Ebisel's there Ebisel you come join us come on man <laughs> so what's everybody been up to this week other than hoping you know to get to the end of it what's everybody been up to Elvis what you been up to besides your vacation where'd you go did you go anywhere in Florida nice Barbecue's always good. Who who was behind the grill? Nice. <laughs> I 
You tell them you're on vacation enjoying the food. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, that's, yeah, go for it. Tell us what you've been doing this week. But if you can beat them at stage four, like you'll know what all their moves are. Yeah, that game is pretty fun. I suggest everyone get it. I mean, it was on sale on Steam uh, a while ago. I think the Humble Bundle sale ended, but um, I'm enjoying my time with that. Um, I can't think of anything else I've been playing recently. I haven't been. I'm a bad gamer. I haven't been playing as much as I have, to be honest. Unfortunately, stuff. So maybe a little bit more games on my phone, like Duel Links. Is I thought they know. That's mostly what I've been up to. I'd like to answer any questions, Tim. Sorry, there's. I was just told that they couldn't hear you guys, so I'm checking my settings, and apparently. Uh, no, do I have to start. Do I have to start all over. Again? You guys got to talk all over everything you just said. We got to start from the top. You ready? We're starting the show uh -huh. right over. No. <laughs> but no, just keep going. It's, we'll get it. They they hear you now. Okay. So, but that, thanks to Ebisel, he told me that he couldn't hear us. <laughs> yeah, long story short, games I've been playing: Must of Eden, Overwatch. Um, what else have I been playing? I don't know. And then Vacation, Starfish, good. Mexican burritos is very good. Family having a barbecue. Um, sadness when I get back home. That's pretty much it. I like. I think anything else is going on. I like that. The speed. Uh, the, the short version. <laughs> yeah, that's a sharp version. <laughs> Hope that covers everything. That's really, yeah, just ask. Yep. Well, we're gonna have a lot to talk about tonight, I'm sure. So, but yeah, I just want to, as always, like to hear what everybody's been up to. So, who'd like to go next? Not everybody uh, jump I can at go once. Next. <laughs> at least ahead, as Sam. far as games, I uh, finished one early this week. Nice. Uh, it's an old game. I was not playing it on the original uh, Super Nintendo, though. Um, but it launched as a Super Nintendo game called Dragon View. Um, 
I got interested in it, and then I saw how much a cartridge costs, and it's like $90 loose. So I was like, well, that's a bummer. I guess I'll just give up. And then I found out it's $5 on Steam. Oh, cool. Um, so I'd been playing that, and it's a very bare-bones uh, PC port. It's basically an emulator that comes with the ROM file. Um, Interesting. But the sort of plus to that is it does give you save states and some of those functions you're used to getting through an emulator. Nice. Um, and it is, is that a being uh, no, it is published by I forget at this point someone that doesn't put out a lot of hits. Because a lot of Square games are on Steam, but the only thing is, from what I heard, they're not that good ports. Like I have, to, yeah, I heard they have them on on Steam. Yeah, Square Square had a habit for a while of porting their iOS versions of Final Fantasy games to Steam which people weren't happy about. Um, they have they carry over the graphics, and a lot of people would have been happier with the original 16-bit graphics. Uh, they retranslated some lines, and they kept the changes instead of reverting them to the original. And a lot of people wanted, you know, they wanted the Super Nintendo version of Final Fantasy IV, not the, not the iOS version. Um, they did the same thing for um, Dragon Quest because I think the ones on the Switch are kind of like a little better versions of the mobile ones, but they're still basically like flash games, unfortunately. So, Dragon View was developed by Infogrames. You might know them from I such hits as. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> they did also. They also published the first Draken game, which this is technically a spin-off slash sequel to. But this game's interesting because it is um it is an RPG, but you explore the overworld in first person view. But then when you go into dungeons or you go into battles, it actually controls closest to something like a beat 'em up, like uh Streets of Rage or uh uh, Double Dragon or River City Ransom type of gameplay. Um, so the overall feel, it reminds me a lot of Zelda 2 in the overall structure. And it's about as awkward as Zelda 2. Um, like, it, it's it's kind of rough around the edges in some places, but it's worth checking out for $5. I mean... Have you sold uh, the fucking awkward part? <laughs> So yeah, yeah I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much on a kick where I am just looking for Super Nintendo games I haven't heard of before and trying to figure out if they're any good. So I'm willing to overlook some some rough around the edges stuff just to find things I haven't played before. I don't know if you tell me it's Zelda two, then I'm all over it because I love that game. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's got some of the frustrations of an early Super Nintendo like there's the level up curve feels very not smooth at places like you'll run into an enemy and you're like I'm doing like no damage to it mm-hmm. now it's weird because in this game there's kind of a counter to that and you have to sort of understand the mechanics which are not explained because like there is a very simple magic system you can find three different magic rings and level them up up to three levels different elements and magic does not take defense into account 
So it bypasses enemy defense. So if you're not doing damage to an enemy, use magic, basically. Mm. Uh, and some certain enemies are weak to certain magic as well, so it'll do like double. So like you'll run into like an ice golem and you'll be like, I'm literally never gonna kill this, and then you just use the fire spell on it twice, and you're good. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I thought it was fun. Um, obviously, I liked it enough to play through the entire game, which is like a eight to twelve hour playthrough. Hey Sam, while I was listening to you talk about this, uh, I just realized that door back there behind you, you need to paint that door green and have random things pop up on it when you're doing streaming, you know, in the background, just like <laughs> things happening to the doorway that people think it's a regular door and then all of a sudden something, you know, something <laughs> happens that you have going on there. <laughs> Don't you, don't, you don't want to see in there. That's my closet. That's how I clean up is I throw everything in there. <laughs> That's what I mean is like just paint it green. And then because of the way you're sitting, you see the door, but then just make it look like a regular door. And then just in the middle of talking, something happens to the door where things start breaking through. Or... <laughs> it should move so you see the painting instead. That would be a lot classier. <laughs> I just thought of that. It'd be kind of cool if you did something with the door there. And then well, the other... It shows Sam, you know, one of those pretentious people who's like, I'm going to put a bookshelf back here to show you all the books I read or something either. So <laughs> you got that going for it. There you go. Or that could you could turn yeah, that door into a secret doorway. It's going somewhere. Who knows? <laughs> it actually is, at this point, something of a secret doorway because um, I actually, a few months ago, decided to do a little uh, home improvement and route through, because this is actually in uh, a separate room from where my router is. So I actually ran a 90-foot Ethernet cable up through the attic and then drilled down into that closet so that I could drop it through there and just run it under the closet door because my desk is right here. There you go. Here we go. That's what I have to. I I don't have to do all that. I'm actually below where the Ethernet is, right there in the corner. If I just now, I've been trying to determine down. if at some point it's worthwhile to try to do the same thing to get another spot to my uh, TV in the living room. Yeah. Um. But that that takes me. Back I've to done tests though. with the switch on wired, and it doesn't seem to actually perform any better than wireless. That's weird takes me back to the days of uh, dial-up and trying to run uh, telephone uh, wires to like every room in the house just so I could have uh, yeah just so I could have internet access just think with all that work to try to go wireless and all of a sudden you're trying to go back to wired <laughs> I mean well, I, yeah. I was really impressed when I moved my brother into his new house that they've got uh, in you know since it is a newer house, instead of having like the phone jacks everywhere, they actually have uh, Ethernet hookups Ethernet. in almost every room. Yeah. 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 So a couple things from uh, the uh, from the uh, Twitch. Ibisel uh, was trying to troll Chris here. He says that uh, I've been playing NHL '94 on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we've got. Uh, Ninfrendo says, I haven't played it since uh, it was released, but Seventh Saga was a uh, decent SNES RPG. Seventh Saga. 
So. Speaking of some really good RPGs, still kind of want to play through Breath of Fire one of these days. It's on a Switch Online. Yep. 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 Uh, actually, that's, I. That's worth a playthrough. I try not to plug myself too much, but uh, I put out a uh, blog post. Uh, about the games on Switch Online that people are kind of sleeping on, and Breath of Fire was one of them, because I think a lot of people don't even, a lot of people don't even play it, and they're just like, well, where's where's all the Super Nintendo RPGs? And I'm like, okay, look, it's not Final Fantasy VI, it's not Chrono Trigger, but Breath of Fire is pretty good. Yeah. I'm not going to toot your horn yeah, either, Sam. Minute, huh? Wasn't going to toot your horn either, Sam, but uh, back when uh, we were playing. Mario Kart with my with my son so that we could uh, maybe t uh, humble him a little bit. So he's kind of developed this healthy. I was telling Tim this before unhealthy rivalry between him and yourself. Uh, so, long story short, uh, I ordered a repo of Plock from China. I know it's I know uh, repos and all that stuff, but yes, I, I got I got, it, I got it. I got in today. And so I'm in here in the basement playing some Plock, trying to help my Noah comes in and he catches me. And so I said, well, this is a hard game. I've been told that if I want to really take you down a peg, I got to challenge you with a game like Plock. And so we played a couple levels. Both of us aren't very good, and we weren't getting very far. Uh, and he's about to walk away, and I thought, hold on a second. I pulled up your Twitch stream. I said, well, Sam, this game, and he streamed it on Twitch. And he watched about 30 seconds of your stream. He was like, if Sam beat it, I have to beat it now, and I have to play this. And so <laughs> I've got him I've got him hooked now. And and I'll just say this. it's It sounds extremely unhealthy the way he, you know, says about beating you at games, but uh, if it works, then it works, I guess. That's one way to do it. Well, maybe he'll just have fun playing clock in the end. Where you come from? <laughs> Uh oh, he didn't mute himself. Oh, I, actually, um, I've been playing. Uh, so we've we've had the Nintendo Dads Ice Hockey League. Uh, Tim and I, like I think Tim said, we've played the game before. Uh, but I've been trying to challenge just anybody, just because I need some practice. I haven't been playing that much, but uh, I've also been uh, working through a link to the past. Shan's been helping me do that. A lot, of, a lot of encouragement that I think I might need with that one. Shannon, because I'm I'm really struggling. I got the hammer we'll though. Get last we'll night. get you through it. We'll I got the hammer oh, yeah. yesterday. Yeah, that's, that's my number one Zelda game uh, on my top mm. Zelda of games <laughs> list. So it's number one on my list, probably because of nostalgia. But you know, it's no, it's it's just that good. Yeah, it's, it's not just nostalgia. It's, it's just number that one good. on my list because uh, well, it was the first game I beat uh, out of all the games I've ever played. So um, yeah. That's number one on my list. Yeah. Got the yeah, we'll, three. We'll have the three Oops. amulets. I got to the uh, dark world. Dark world. Mm -hmm. and then it's been a slog. It's been it's been pretty rough. But I got the hammer yesterday, so I thought, oh, progress. I can see. And I'm playing on 3ds, so I can save. I have save states, so I'm cheating a little bit there. Hey, it's not cheating. That's not that's not cheating. That's that's fine. Yep. That's fine. But, I would but, I would you. So, so you slog. It's a slog for me to get through Zelda 2. I've done it plenty of times. I've done it back in the day before save states and everything. But now, when I want to get through that game, because I do love that game, but I can't do it without save states anymore or rewind. Like, I'm oh. using rewind and save states these days. So, for that, 
so it's all good. It's all good. I think I might have an, a healthy obsession with that game because I can almost close my with my eyes closed. Like I'm, See, I'm like Marty is with that uh, Castlevania, yeah. Super Castlevania. Yeah. Well, that's how I am with uh, with Link to the Past. The past. So, there we go. It's gonna be the past. It's one of my games on my bucket list. It's sad as that is well the thing is it's it's like how accessible that game is it's it's almost like i think that's the super mario of zelda games i have the original cart i have the i have my i play on snes i had i bought it on my 3ds on the virtual console and now it's on nso so it did, like depends on my mood where i'm in like if i'm in my bedroom i'll probably pull out the switch I'm downstairs. I don't know why that is. In the main, in the living room, I've got 3ds. If I'm in the basement, I'm on SNES. So I'm literally playing the game simultaneously in three different places, and then I have to remember where I am. Maybe that's why you're slogging. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? That, you got the switch. Carry whole, that around with you and play it there. You remember the whole article where like people found Link's a pass on like Best Buy's um, um database, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, they're gonna try to remake Legend of Zelda because." You said links to the past in the database, and everyone was just like, why is it in the database? It's mean. Design? Hey, I'd be okay with that, but I'd, I'd rather... They don't really need to remake Link to the Best. If they want to do a remake, remake Zelda 2, because I think that would be phenomenal. Update that a little bit. Yep. One, one, one or two. I love a remake of um, yeah. Zelda 2. I can use some more love. It's one like super two, outdated yeah. and whatnot. But then again, um, we're just going to be like, I don't know if I need to play with the settings on Switch, but I actually think Link to the Past looks best, the most comfortable on 3DS. I think I found that actually it looks best to me on the uh, the Nintendo or the uh, Super Nintendo Classic. Mm. Seems to be how it yeah. looks the best. Yeah, this the Switch one is it still looks really nice, especially in especially if you're playing a handheld but yeah there is it's not quite as it's not quite as nice but it's, it's such a great game it doesn't really matter looks great no matter where but i'm with you justin yeah, really on your, justin's on a, in a chat room and he said look at these troublemakers so just want to let you know he thinks we're all troublemakers justin get on and also <laughs> like 2 a.m where you live he does in canada right no, he's a couple hours behind us, so from Eastern. Yeah, he's, time, on so. The, he's on the other uh, other side of the country. Yeah, he's in Satan time, so. <laughs> yeah, but it's tomorrow Saturday. You're not gonna work tomorrow. Fine. Yeah. All right, my is it my turn? Sure, go for it, Shannon. Uh, so I uh, my kick is uh, actually going back, and uh, I picked up a Game Boy Advance. Uh, a few weeks ago uh, from a local, just kind of as an impulse. I, I had one years ago when they first came out and it broke. And I only had a few uh, Game Boy Advance games um, that, that I was able to just you put, on the, put on the DS Lite. But then uh, I, but now I'm, I never had a Game Boy Color, but I remember it could play all those. And so I've been on a kick and just, I, I've just been buying games left and right um like every day my wife's like oh another one came for you and i was like yeah sorry did you, get the, uh, did you get the sp or the regular one the the regular one 
It's uh, I actually prefer the regular one as far as for my big old fat hands. Um, and it's actually a preferred way to play Game Boy and Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance games. Um, except for the screen sucks. <laughs> so I And it takes extra batteries. Yeah. Well, I don't care about the extra batteries because it actually just rechargeable batteries. I just pop those in and it it gets I get quite a bit of play out of it. But uh, I've been looking at um, replacing the screen with an updated new screen. Um, I just haven't quite brought myself to do it. Uh, to do it um, really well requires uh, some light soldering, and I've never done that before, so it makes me a little nervous. But uh, yeah, so I just I haven't really had time to play anything, but I've picked up uh, like the, I did, I never had. I just had borrowed the Oracle games, Zelda Oracle games. So I picked those up. Um, so I started playing through those a little bit. Again, I picked up Link to the Past on Game Boy Advance because um, it's the greatest game of all time, and I couldn't stand the fact that there was a version I didn't own. So I picked that up. Um, picked up Super Mario Bros. 3 on it, even though I played that game and have that about just about every place, too. Um, and uh, today I just got uh, Dragon Warrior 3 for the Game Boy Color. So, yeah, I'm... I, I got all these games. I just haven't had a chance to actually play any of them, really. I can't wait but, to hear uh, about that Dragon Warrior Three for Game Boy Color. <laughs> I want to hear what I that's know, like. Game Boy Color. I, you know, I have, I have I played the original on the NES years ago. I borrowed that from a friend who had it, and the game is just always been so expensive to buy for the NES, and uh, I got this one pretty good deal. Um, and so, and I, I've heard that this is the better way. I haven't played it since I played it on the original Nintendo, so it's been a long time. Um, but I heard that this is one of the better versions. It's better than mobile, even though I, so I have it on my phone. I have it on the Switch, but I haven't played either one of those versions. So, yeah, we'll see how it is. I, I'm looking forward to playing through all this stuff. I just need some time. <laughs> Yeah, there's a Facebook ad I see uh, every now and then pop up in my feed, probably because it hears me talk about this. But uh, it's I have a, a Game Boy Advance as well, the old, the first one um, that needs that I've been thinking about doing the same thing, upgrading. And I keep getting an ad about the um, aluminum housing kits that you can get for those to replace the you know the casing and and then also upgrade the screens. They offer that too. I forget the what. Um, company that is it's doing that but it's like you can get an aluminum housing for the Game Boy Advance and uh, yeah. all that and a better somebody screen on our, somebody on our discord will post a picture someday today Weiss Mike of, uh, yes and and man that thing looks nice yes it does custom paint job replace the screen and now I'm like oh I really want to do it I really <laughs> want to do it it looks that thing looks really really nice yeah he, he just got in there and then he's coming in there showing that off i'm like dang man <laughs> he came in firing on all cylinders <laughs> that's right that's right yeah got that so just, Jesus got that. Uh, i haven't watched his uh, episode of that but i know he had he's had some work done on, on various handhelds that he's had so he's always doing yeah. something of his yeah i think you can actually buy the model he, the, the model he made on his videos. It was like $200 for that specific Game Boy Advance. And 
I want somebody to use A's, but I just don't have to explain that kind of money right now. Yeah, two hundred dollars um, is a bit much. I found I I found somebody who local will says offers to replace the screens, um, and uh, he but he charges like a hundred bucks if you know if you you know just to buy and replace it for you, or um, or if you provide the screen, he'll he'll do it for like forty five. I'm like forty five for a little bit of solder and just. I don't know. Well, it depends. I've know. never taken uh, Game Boy Advance apart, but it it depends on what pieces you have to get to to unbury that screen and to be able to get that screen off. Sometimes it you like got to not that bad. Sometimes you got to use a heat gun to pry it out of there or something. I, but everything I've seen says that it's pretty easy. Oh, okay. Um, and just and there are there are versions that you don't have to solder. Okay. Um, that like you basically you tap. To, to control the brightness, you like tap wherever you put a sensor inside of it. Okay. So, but all the best ones uh, require a little bit of soldering. So I don't know. We'll see. But I want to do something because it's the screen that's holding it back from perfection. Game, um, handheld perfection. I mean, I loved my DS. I loved my 3DS. Always will. But man, that Game Boy Advance just feels good. Can't you play? Can't you play the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance? Uh, excuse me, Game Boy and Game Boy Color games on a F DS Fat, or do you not have a DS Fat? No, no DS Game Boy Advance, not is. Game Boy and Game Boy Color. It's color just games. Game Boy Advance, yeah. Okay. I, I have my I have a DS Lite, and and that play that's what I use to continue to play my uh, Game Boy Advance when that when that broke. So. Um, yeah, those fully Game Boy Color exclusive games are kind of the toughest to play because the Super Game Boy won't play those either. It'll only play the black cards, the dual mode Game Boy, Game Boy Color games. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I found that out the hard way, actually, because <laughs> I got a Super Game Boy just recently and I tried a couple clear cards and I'm like, oh, this doesn't boot. It's Which always, is, well, it's odd, I because I never was aware of that difference, because I I swear I could play these games on my Game Boy Pocket. Yeah, that's interesting, because I have a Super Game Boy. I should, I should uh, do some experimenting with that. Because that's, that's okay, interesting. So if I want to play any Game Boy or Game Boy Color games, I should not get rid of my SP, because I can still play those on my SP, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can. Yeah, I, I'll uh, tell you that, that. I think the Game Boy Player for the GameCube can play those. If you happen to have one, don't try to buy one now. <laughs> yeah, I don't, and unfortunately, yeah, you're you're looking at you're you looking get, at um, several hundred bucks to get a complete because you, you got to have the disc, the disc, and you got to have the add-on. Unless Boy. unless you hack your GameCube to have that G Game Boy interface thing, or you can do you can also get one of those um Hypercats new um retro cubes thing that can play Game Boy Advance games. The only thing is, um, from what I read, it saves the game on the SD card. So if you try to play your game on a different system, it will, it will show your recent saves. The complaint I heard online, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. If dumb. you, I guess, because I looked into that too, and it it loads it onto there, including your save state. So then, if you play it on the cube thing, and then you go back and pop it into your Game Boy Advance or your SP, then you you won't have your you'll have your original save state, but you won't have any save 
that you did while playing it on the cube. It doesn't go yeah. back and forth. It's just it's a one way thing. And have so, a kid's, um, no, the have a kid's excuse for that is that um, it's trying to preserve the battery safety yeah. of that because those That's, things will like die up quickly. Whatever. I mean, it's it is what it is. I I I don't know that I'll pick one up anytime soon. Um, I'm a little worried. I've heard some things that Game Boy Advance doesn't run all that great on one yet. So they maybe when it. they get that, when they I get that, the firmware fixes it. Up. But the loading screen takes a long time to load. To be honest, that's the only I'd still rather. I there's something about playing them on a Game Boy Advance. It just it feels right. That yeah. there's I really I know that's like that's Dan's thing, right? Is always that like the best place to play a game is always on the original hardware whenever possible. Right. And there's something to be said about that. I feel like. Well, um, it's also it's probably you. has nostalgia to do with it too, right? There's, because that's that, that's probably it too. It's coming back well, to I having think that emulation that you had before. Emulation always brings with it some compromises. Yep. Um, I think there's a big difference between emulation and um, re-releases. Um, yeah. Because I mean, you're you're gonna see that, especially just in terms of things like latency or instability. It becomes very apparent with games that require precise timing. I know that's an issue for a lot of people that try to play Mother 3 because that has a rhythm-based combat system that doesn't really work if you're not playing on a Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Uh, You never do that right. And even sometimes the colors and stuff will be off when when you're doing that kind of stuff, you know? I mean, Chris was just talking about how he thought you know, Link to the Past looked better on the DS than or 3DS than um, than the Switch. So, yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about playing those games where they were create what they were created for, right? The hardware they were created for. But it's all right because eventually we're going to get the Super Switch and everything's going to come to it, and we will just have that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe, system. maybe, maybe when Adlaw finally releases a restock of their dumb pocket, I can actually buy one. Because, like, part of the reason why I got that thing was because I wanted to originally get the pocket, but then that thing sold out, like, five seconds later. And like, oh, oh, the, the pocket, that that's not even sold. a restock. That's pre-orders that sold out. Yeah. That is yeah. that is something I've been very close and tempted to buy, too, but that price tag on that thing, I understand the price tag. Yeah, cause you're that getting, gets you're a not... lot higher when you look at getting the dock and the adapters. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's actually playing it the way it was meant to be played, not necessarily emulating the game, so... Uh, or the way Hyperkin does whatever they do to get the games to run, uh, it's actually running through the same type of, you know... Well, yeah, as I understand it, Hyperkin's Hyperkin's systems are essentially, you know, a console that is running their own software-based emulator. Um, The people at Analog are, you know, very much about tooting their horn about they are a hardware-based emulation. Yeah. So there is there are advantages that come with that. Yes. And that's uh, why I was I'm very interested in it and willing to pay, pay that price. But with the talk of the pro, it's like I can't burn, you know, two hundred dollars yeah, on something the, the like Super that. The Super NT was a much nicer sell for me because yeah. I didn't have to, you know, there weren't a lot of add-ons that I needed, you know. 180 is high, but I mean, even just an original Super Nintendo, which is going to be 25 years old and not in great condition, right. is going to run you, you know, around a hundred dollars. 
right now. So, you know, you're thinking it's 80 extra to get something that has That's new. probably a lot longer <laughs> life ahead of it. Yeah. And, hey, my, you know, you can capture that with HDMI. Yeah. I'm quite happy was... so far. And you can even use a Super Game little... Boy on it, which is why I got one. Cool. I'm going to say I'm a little, I'm a little mad at Analog right now. They're trying to order dumb tea. It's just like, I was having an issue, and I finally got it in. It's like, out of stock! I'm... God. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm, uh, I'm sure because they're smaller, too, that they're not having much luck in getting any chips and stuff to get their product out the door, either. Well, so. Just yeah, I, I do worry they're spreading themselves course. way too thin, but I think they just didn't anticipate the boom and demand they would have because of the climate of the market right now that people just want to spend their money on these things. Yeah. But I mean, they, they, they can't get Super NT to people that want it. They can't get the Mega SG to people that want it. They already sold out of the pocket pre-orders and they announced the duo thing. So it's like, how are you going to make all this stuff? <laughs> yep. Especially when there's other bigger companies that want chips and stuff ahead of them. So, <laughs> and I wonder if there's any of these companies prioritizing right, those so those chips for you know. That's not how reason why we can't get PS5. Can't believe they said there there will be any more PS5 to next year. Like, I'm telling you, we're not ready for this generation. No. Yeah, they said that, and that's funny because I'm still seeing emails. In fact, I got an email from Sony offering an exclusive. It was funny how they worded it. It was directly from Sony, an exclusive invitation to come, uh, you know, pick up a PS5. I'm sure with a bunch of other people the same way, but it was like an exclusive invite to come to this, you know, to their store and uh, at a specific date and time and be able to, you know online be able to order a ps5 and so you had that and then GameStop's doing all their bundles which my daughter did because she had been saving her money and and it was funny because she was like trying to get me to do it and i was in the middle of a meeting or something i was like i can't do this right now or it's class i was in the middle of class i was like you're gonna have to get your mom to do it it was uh GameStop was doing their you know online thing so she got my my wife to actually purchase it for her so <laughs> and that's why i have these i have these sitting here waiting to sell because she does not want to play these she got it in the bundle uh, let me give you a start return of... i'm a, i want to play this one i want to play that one yeah returnal is the first ps5 game i actually wish i could play yeah other than maybe spider-man but that you can play on a ps4 yeah i got it for ps4 so i'm until they make a game that I can't get on PS4, like even Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank I I don't know. I don't have the nostalgia for it. So my son loves the PS4 one. Uh, I don't even know if he's aware that they're coming out with one for PS5. And since we don't have a PS5 anyway, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I keep thinking maybe they'll be like, oh, just kidding. We are going to release it to the PS4 too, just because I mean, it's going to sell like how many copies? Because you're not getting your systems out there. Yeah. So how hard would it be for them to, I don't know, make a PS4 version and put it out to? I don't know. But I mean, there's we'll there's also selling. It's just that their sites are wrong. Well, like and 
Speaking of not getting systems out there, and I don't know if we want to transition into the, the E3 prediction topic stuff, but I you. remain <laughs> a Switch Pro naysayer for that reason. That even if Nintendo has developed a new Switch model and wants to release it, they shouldn't because they will not be able to stock enough of them. Unless, yeah, unless they've been stockpiling for a while. And honestly, I dread that situation if they announce that at E3 because you know there are not going to be enough of them to go around. Sam, you know Nintendo, Amiibo, for goodness you know Nintendo <laughs> is going to handle this about as well as they handled the Mario anniversary pins that and the Amiibo launches. Well, the president. And, I mean, at that point, at that point, it's effectively bad news. It's like, hey, you know those new Switch games you were looking forward to? They're going to run suboptimally on your current Switch, and you will not be able to get the new Switch. The president of Nintendo even mentioned that in in an article that uh, that there's shortages affecting what the things that they want to do. So they didn't. He didn't say it was affecting the Switch Pro. It was just saying the chip shortage is affecting their decisions and what they do. You know, not quoting in exactly how he said it, but that's that's essentially what he was saying. So, yeah. So what do they do then? I mean, if they really let's say they do oh, have breath of They're the at a great advantage you, over Sony and I Microsoft. Know, they absolutely they are. But what I mean is if they have games that do run better on Super Switch Pro, whatever. Do do they hold the games back, or do they release them? Because hopefully they still play on Switch and just. They just make another great update. I mean, they got to do something at some point. They got to keep releasing games, and and I know people give Nintendo all sorts of crap about when are they going to release another game? Why aren't they releasing game? You know, but I I mean I've never seen the numbers, but I got to think Nintendo releases more first party in a year than Sony or Microsoft do. Well, right? I mean, don't be honest, me on the numbers, I, I, I think part of it is just the optics. Like, I think a lot of a lot of it comes down to what you don't know won't hurt you. Not knowing that you're playing what is essentially the inferior version of the game, a lot of people won't notice. Because we already have Switch games that do struggle a bit. I mean, even Breath of the Wild gets choppy if there's too many enemies in an area. Um, even Link to the Past, or not Link to the Past. Uh, Link's the, uh, you know, even Link's Awakening had like slowdown issues, which I find so bizarre because Nintendo is usually spot on when they make games about them not having a performance issue because they typically don't push the performance very hard. Um, but I think some of it is just, you know, and a lot of a lot of my instinct against the pro too comes to the fact that, you know, all the way back to Gunpei Yokoi, Nintendo's strategy has consistently been, you know, we use what they call withered mature technology. You know, we don't market you stuff based on this is the high tech, high processing power thing. We market stuff based on we had a cool new idea for a game. Yep. That's actually what I was going to mention was is that we got to remember that they're not 
they're not going to be using the latest greatest chips that a lot of the companies that are wanting right now so we're, they're not going to compete with the say the ps5 or the xbox's chipsets and all that or even the you know automotive industry needing a lot of chips and all that kind of stuff uh so it also depends on what nvidia is providing to nintendo to put on that super switch pro or whatever they call it you know you, so you know it's going to be a custom chip most yes. likely i mean if you look at the chips and going back you know all you know every every console from nintendo they it's always a custom chip of some kind anyway mm -hmm. but so even so that custom chip is going to be built by somebody right. who is probably also taking orders from other people that have an increased demand right. Right. depends right. on what their I'm nvidia's not... uh distribution is like so and would they be able to keep up so and i don't doubt you sam i i completely agree with you i don't think we're gonna see or hear anything about a switch they're not gonna they're not gonna announce something they can't until they're close to releasing it anyway right because unless it's metroid prime 4 well i meant i meant from a hardware <laughs> standpoint because you don't want to be like hey there's this thing and it's going to be way better but keep buying this other thing because we can't give it to you so we don't know when you know keep buying our right. old thing well, that's my question then is when and or if and when switch pro is released i don't get it i want to stay with my light or my og switch am i going to be playing games that aren't as good as it could be if i upgraded the hardware or now and evermore or are there going to be games that will just work on my console and just be i guess it wouldn't matter they'd be better Way. I think it's gonna kind of be similar to what we saw with the PS4 and PS4 Pro, is that you can obviously get the Pro and they would run a lot better on there, and you wouldn't in the machine. Although it still sounds like a um, um, a carrier is taking off, <laughs> but uh, um, or a Hellcat or whatever. But still, it's like the Pro did play better, but you could still play well, those and, games and on I the regular PS4. A... So. It's a perspective I've carried over from my childhood, but I actually dreaded the announcement of new hardware because my parents were not going to buy me something that just came out. They were going to wait for it to be discounted. That's just the way they did things. They're like, you don't need it right now, okay? We'll, we'll get it when it's affordable and when you know we can actually buy you games for it as well. Um, and so... The announce, you know, going from the N64 to the GameCube basically meant there were no new games coming out that I could get for like two years until I could get a GameCube. Trade a pretty big backlog to get through. Peace. Yeah, that's yeah, I, um, definitely a, a different perspective. I, I like that too. And, well, and there. I mean, actually, the Switch is actually the very first system I bought at launch. All my other systems, I was a late adopter, usually one, two years in. And the Wii was probably the closest I cut because I bought that as soon as I could save up the money and then actually find one, <laughs> right. which was probably like seven months after launch. Yes. Yep. I was going to say the Wii was the one I, I had it in at a... a... I can't remember which store, but I had a guy who was the manager of the store had him hold me one. And that was the only one I actually, I think I did actually. The rest I was like Sam, I was waiting till they were affordable and I waited months in after release. Yep. But I mean, I think you, you know, 
Nintendo does, you know, any company is probably working on projects, and sometimes you have to, you know, abandon them or rework them heavily. We've seen them do that with games. I'm sure they do it with hardware as well. You know, the Wii Vitality sensor. They eventually just abandon that. So what if the Switch Pro just turns into the Switch 2, and it comes out yep. a couple years from now? That's always a possibility. There is uh, hardware they did that with. In fact, I think it was the GameCube. They were originally going to do some of the motion stuff on that, and then eventually just went over to the Wii. So, um, because then they, they, just, they just did the Wii. So, uh, which I, I thought was really cool. I I think, you know, it would be, you're, to your point about it just eventually becoming the Switch 2, I think, though, you know, anytime you get a big install base like this, then you have to think, all right, do we make it backwards compatible? Do we, you know, because, you know, there's there's a lot of people, there's a lot of Switches out there. And um, Backwards compatibility are, I'm not that concerned about because of their history with handhelds and making them backwards compatible. Right. Yeah. And they did make the Wii U backwards funny. compatible with the Wii, and the Wii was backwards compatible with the GameCube. I think it partially depends on what the games that they're going to be coming out with need. You know, if they need whatever is in this, you know, the Switch Pro, you know, then they, to really do what they want to do, like, to your point, they, they look, you know, sometimes they look at their games and, and you know make make whatever the hardware they need to 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 do the games they want to do um so i guess it depends on somewhat what the what some of the software coming out with you know that they have planned right you know, I'm saying... you know hold it like i mean i think we can all agree that that metroid prime 4 isn't coming out until there is a some kind of hardware revision right <laughs> well it's taking a while for it <laughs> You guys can still hear me, right? Yep. I don't know. Can we agree that Metroid Prime 4 is coming out? <laughs> it's coming out. <laughs> it's going to come out. I'll say that. It's those 4s, man. They're bad luck. Just like Pikmin. And... Yeah. yeah, Pikmin 4 has gonna... been sitting on the shelf for like, you know, 8 years. At this Just, point. Uh, that, that actually is a thing in, in Japanese, actually. 4 right, is associated right. with death. Oh. <laughs> Just so Ebi <laughs> saw so Ebby still could take a drink in the twi in the Twitch uh, in the streaming chat. Uh, what's so more likely, NHL just... '94 or or Metroid Prime Three? Or you mean four? Four. Metroid Prime. Four. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's more I mean, likely. On the face of it, I would say NHL '94 is less likely because Metroid Prime is at least something that was announced. We at least have a statement from Nintendo that it's a game they intend to make and release. I still think, I still think NHL 94 will come out because that game can't be that hard to port systems. Well, Nintendo has that's like basically making its higher new AAA game. Well, Are with that, it, it's more likely a licensing thing. You know, hey. the hockey league itself has to sign off on it. Well, they have rewind. Handles their. Well, whoever handled their distribution. Because when they made Rewind, there may have been an exclusive contract involved with who can have it. And Nintendo wasn't in. I just think the more we... Go ahead. 
sorry, Alex. No, so just give them different. Just give them different names, or like alter the names to be a little bit different. It's fun, dude. Sorry, I no, there's always there's always something in the background that we don't know about. That's correct. There could be some sort of any NHL thing there, or the players' association type thing, you know, uh, that's preventing um, that type of thing. But it seems it almost seems unlikely because of the fact that um, not fact, but it seems unlikely because of how sports leagues want more people to play their games want more people to have their 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 brand out there so at the same time though we are seeing a lot of renegotiation between leagues and players unions and that could complicate things Mm -hmm. at least to the point where somebody just wants to say you know what i'm gonna step back before i get into trouble here yeah but we not dwell on it too much but that was part of my that was part of my early twitter strategy was I was tweeting the PA and the NHL and saying, hey, there's 80 million switches out there. Why don't you guys want to be in front of those eyes too? But, uh, yeah. Vince yeah, is here. there is. It's, I mean, that's a good point. Yep. But sometimes I feel like EA is just like, you guys really, really, really want it, then you're not going to get it. Like, all the, all their, you know, Sims. Why isn't Sims on, you know, um, Nintendo Switch? Why isn't... Uh, Disney Afternoon uh, collection on the Switch. Like, it, sometimes I just I don't know. Sometimes it, it seems like the games that would be most popular on Switch, they just don't do, and they just don't even acknowledge it. Um, and then, I mean, we are getting more from them. I'm not I'm not going to go on the EA, you know, hate bandwagon right now. But sometimes I just don't understand. Yeah, it's hard to understand some of the corporate decisions that are made when it makes sense to us, but there's some reason that it, that it's being held back. Uh, going back to the Metroid Prime 4 thing, uh, Nenfrendo in our Twitch chat says, Retro Studios just announced Metroid Prime 4, Federation Force 2. <laughs> and he said, ha ha, sorry, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, so what else do you guys look, uh, if we're not going to get the Super Switch Pro at E3, which I didn't think we would either, um, I think I mentioned it would be, it would be awesome if I'm wrong, or if we're all wrong, if we get something, uh, but like Sam, I'm a little scared if it does get announced, because then that means we're going to have to fight against, you know, bots, ordering them all up and all that kind of stuff, but, uh, my, my thought was, is that it would come out in at towards the end of their 2021 fiscal year which would be in the new year 2022 so uh but if we're not getting that what are we getting what are you guys hoping we get uh and where or and i even pulled up a document too if, if you guys want to hear anything to uh help kind of get your mind going or whatever thing but uh and it doesn't have to be nintendo either it can be any you know if you want something on the pc or xbox or playstation or whatever just shout it out but i'll be focusing on some of the nintendo stuff so like we heard on the show the biggest one of the biggest rumors was the donkey kong game a new a new series of it not not from the um country series so uh, what do you guys think of that? And uh, is that something you're looking forward to? Or is there something else? That confuses me. 
Hey, wait, so it's, it's a 2D game, but it's not gonna be a Donkey Kong Country game? What else can it be? New. New just Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong game. Are oh, they Donkey just gonna Kong. call it New Donkey Kong Country? Donkey Kong. No, it'll be, uh... It'll new Donkey Kong for the Nintendo it'll be Switch. the original Donkey Kong with updated graphics, that's it. The same levels, same everything, just... I'll take it. It'll be Donkey Kong 21, the follow-up to Donkey Kong 94 on the Game Boy. Yeah, they're gonna remake this. And I still take 60 bucks. Or it'll be a Donkey Kong 99, like Battle Royale thing. I wouldn't put anything like that past them. That's a possibility too, definitely. I do find it a little strange that a lot of reporting outlets latched on to this idea that it was the Mario Odyssey team. This team has their hands in most of the big nintendo first party releases so i don't think there's any real connection between this and mario odyssey specifically um but it is nonetheless interesting because donkey kong has been outsourced ever since they handed it off to rare uh in the super nintendo days yep yeah so that is like the same no it's it's hard to click baby like the same team that gave you odyssey is mickey donkey kong right you're like oh my god yeah, there's a. I, I'm pulling from this article that I thought was very interesting because they went through the five top five e, uh, Nintendo uh, rumors, and this was one of them they pulled up from the Zippo claims uh, that I guess he's famous for having a few things right, and so he had his rumors uh, that he went through, and then they went through it and said why they kind of basically said the reality of it was in regards to the EPD team working on the 2D Donkey Kong was basically. They're already responsible for Splatoon 3, Breath of the Wild 2, except that being the Zelda team, but they're still part of that. And then they're, they're also responsible for the Game Builder Garage. It's coming out in June. So the team has never actually created a Donkey Kong game, so this would be a pretty significant development. It seems possible that a new Donkey Kong could be in the works, but the, two, the 2021 launch and EPD's involvement raised some eyebrows here. And again, this is from Inverse.com, uh, uh, essentially, or where I got the article from. So that that was their number five too. They have other ones as well that might that I might pull from later. But that, I thought they brought up some good points. So you know, if the rumor is about EP, EPD working on it, they are quite busy. But who knows what, how big, how much Nintendo's been hiring? They're, they're also a large on. team. So. Yeah. So. And they could just be one team that's working on it right. because they've worked alongside the Zelda team before. Center. Yeah, and we also don't know how long um, some of these games could be pretty well finished. We don't know how far along. You know, I mean, they've been working on. We know Nintendo's always working on games, right? And and we that we never even know about until they're about ready to to release them. You know. I will say though that it you know it not that I put stock in the idea that of course this is a 3D game because they worked on Odyssey and because. It's Donkey Kong Odyssey, therefore. Um, but I do think it would be interesting to to take another swing, so to speak, at uh, a Donkey Kong game in 3D and to really emphasize climbing, since that was such a big thing in Breath of the Wild. And it just makes sense. He's an ape. He climbs things. You know, Diddy Kong is a monkey. He climbs trees. And to, to just have, you know, a lot of verticality of movement... Uh, in a platformer could be very interesting. And now I'm picturing uh, Donkey Kong and Breath of the Wild, and I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Donkey Kong of the Wild? That's right. That's funny. So, anything else you guys uh, heard or want to talk about or that you want again? Like I said, I mean, that was Donkey Kong was just uh, one of the things. Next Smash character reveal. What do you guys think if we get one of those? We got two slots left, right? Oh, man. I, I am... I am still crossing my fingers and pulling for Earthworm Jim. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> no, he's the Amico uh, exclusive. Think about though. it. Yeah, well, it, you know, Tommy and the powers that be in Nintendo might have been, they could have been talking and, you know, coordinating that with the release of, of the Amico. I mean, I think it would be kind of a mistake if they didn't. That's just me. That's just me, though. Throwing that out there. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? That that would be smart marketing, I guess, uh, for the Earthworm Jim and being on a, an exclusive for Amico. But uh, I, it also could be the what deterred Nintendo from even thinking of that too. You know, they're they're developing a console that could be a possible competitor. So who Clock knows? Is the new fighter. Plock his new fighter along with the Plock remake. <laughs> there you go. There we go. See, Plock is everywhere now. I think Andros took, took a drink for that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm still pulling I, for uh, some... I know there are spirit characters, I think, but I thought for sure we would get some sort of Resident Evil characters. That seems a little it's... too intense for Smash. Um, really? Because I, I mean, think maybe. Sakurai has I been I feel like pretty... there's too many Capcom characters as is. I'll go but... into the... Yeah. I'll go into the just... just Sakurai's and, been... Uh, X-rated, uh, R-rated um, Kirby game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to... He doesn't... He ne didn't want to put the T... Team rating on Smash, so that's I mean, that's what I think is going to be keeping Resident Evil out of the mix. So, well, Smash I, Melee uh, was rated T, oddly enough, and I remember oh. that because I was under 13 at the time. I had to convince my parents to let me play it. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm still kind of hoping. I know that there was some hope a long time ago, I haven't really heard much about it now, but. I would love to see um, a game, a character from like Tales of Symphona, um, show up. Um, I think, yeah, there's a lot of angles you can take this at, and I one of them that I try to think of is we have gotten a lot of like doubling up on third-party characters. We sort of have Sega. I mean, if you want to count Bayonetta along with Sonic. Um, We've got lots of Capcom characters, etc. And we don't have another from mm -hmm. Namco besides Pac-Man, even right. though they helped make the game. Yep. So, like, who's that Namco character? Right. Uh, so, no, I uh, think Lloyd is the Tails character Lloyd, most people Lloyd, ask for. People will get mad because it's a sword user, but it would be, but he'd have a very different style. Well, not to mention that game was so big for the GameCube. That was huge for GameCube, and it brought the Tales games, to my knowledge, and I I love the Tales games now. I love that series, and so I would love to see him end up in 
in Smash. Um, the Namco I, character that makes sense to me that I want, but probably still won't happen, is Yoshimitsu. Because he's in Tekken and Soul Calibur. And I think his Yoshimitsu? moveset... Uh, he's the guy with the sword. He has like the the spinning move that makes him dizzy and he falls out. He has a lot of very goofy moves <laughs> that I think would adapt very well to Smash Bros. Um, but, I mean, I feel like if they wanted to put in Tekken, it would just be Hihachi. I think he would be way more boring, but I think he's the face of Tekken right now. Not even heard Cross me promote with... Cross promote with I want to see Mario crank somebody with a four iron. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, next Smash Bros. is going to crash. Watch. I hope not. I'm sorry. Why? Why you don't hope? Why not? Why not? I don't know. I I I tried playing Crash like when it originally came out, and I just couldn't do it. Like I just I just thought it controlled like crap. And I I'm sorry. I know. It, I'm sorry. I don't. If it gives you enjoyment, that's awesome. It's just <laughs> it will not excite me at all. So sorry. I'll be stoked by it. I'll be like on the Discord. I'll be like, yeah, small boys in the game. I, I never enjoyed Crash's games, but I will not deny that he was an iconic character, if nothing else, for those stupid commercials where he was <laughs> with the megaphone outside Nintendo headquarters. Yes. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I. Those <laughs> I was kind of biased against them. If, if Crash gets a Smash, I want Mario to play through at least the third game, because the third one is actually like the easiest for anybody to play. Because it's always been like, oh, I hate Crash. It's a good game. It's, it's just not, yeah. <laughs> no love three. Rat Ratchet and Clank are exclusive, right? Yeah. Yes. Every time we, we used to have Retro Project before um, um, Dan took it over, I always like, tell him, we should do that as Retro Dogs. He's like, that was no, it cost $40. My... My unfortunately likely but hype-draining prediction for Smash Bros. characters is that we are due for a current-generation Pokemon. Yeah. And I don't think it will be terribly well-received. But who are they going to take, though? I mean, we already have a Fire Starter and a Water Starter, so the only one that's left is a Grass Starter. But uh, you look at whichever starter is the most popular or the new legendaries. You can't really... I'm afraid I'm gonna have to, yeah, I'm gonna have to suck you on that. I mean, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not mad about the Pokemon characters being in Smash. I don't play as them. I mean, I, uh, you know, Alan has his Incineroar amiibo that he just, you know, loves chewing up and, and stuff, and I absolutely hate fighting him because I'm usually, I'm usually Little Mac, or uh, or Byleth, and they're not they're not all that well matched up against a heavy like uh, like Incineroar. So, um, I mean, I guess it would have to go to whoever would you know whoever would fit that formula, sort of to fill out you know who would be the best Pokemon candidate for you know a, a Sword Fighter, you know Fire, Water, whatever. I don't know. But, I mean, that that's a distinct possibility. You mentioned heavyweights, and before I forget, my other Dark Horse pick, which I think is at least has a 
any chance is Drago from Ring Fit Adventure, the buff dragon Ooh. who is uh, the main enemy there. I think he would be a lot more Ooh. interesting than the Ring Fit main, the Ring Fit trainee. Uh, although she makes more sense from just a like this is the main character of the game standpoint. And don't sleep on Ring Fit Adventure because I saw the trailer for like people still regard Wii Fit as a joke character, but I think that is a character that made perfect sense in hindsight for how prevalent Wii Fit was. Like, of course. You they might not be wrong. I mean, we've got we've got Wii Fit Trainer, we got Inklings. We got um, Min Min arms. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind Wii Fit Trainer. I think it's kind of fun. I remember when Wii Fit Adventure came out. It, was, it came out like right before the pandemic, so that game was super difficult to find. So I think that I can easily find a Ring Fit Adventure nowadays. I haven't tried looking. One of the rabbits could be a possibility, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I love the way we all just assume there's gonna be a Smash um, Bros. character reveal. Oh, they're just gonna there's do, like, gotta be, though. Yeah, the time frame know. matches up the, with the, the usual space between characters, and it is E3. I think if there's a time to expect it, it's now. Yeah, I think that's crazy. Wasn't there like, was that an E3 where like, they just said, hey, we're gonna have an update in two weeks, please stay tuned for it or something? Could be. Yeah, no, but um. Well, it's Nintendo. They're gonna do what they're gonna do. It goes to be Waluigi because you know he's been getting a lot of victories today. So mm. It might be his time finding it. <laughs> boy, Waluigi. Mm. I feel like I feel like someone's gonna say like they'll tease it and then like psych. It's not. Just to be funny. Oh, that'd be the meanest yeah. draw. I, you know, Sakurai does not want Waluigi if he does that. But while we're at it, what characters do you not want to see in Smash? Like, ones that you, like, you see and you just be like, Oh, I can't really put this character right. Like, like you, you're not characters. I'll, I'll be that honest. Anybody from Doom. I know that there's a big push to bring Doom guy into, like, Smash. I just... It doesn't make sense, though. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, I don't. I don't personally feel like any of the Resident Evil stuff makes a whole lot of sense to me. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know that I. I know a lot of people would also be excited to have Master Chief show up. It wouldn't do anything for me. Um, I just. I don't know. Part of me. Part of me is like this is a Nintendo game, <laughs> and I just. I love having all these different characters. But I don't really need a Sony or Microsoft um, mascot in the game. I guess it'd be cool for the people who like it, but... Well, we got Minecraft, so Microsoft's covered. We got Minecraft, so yeah, they kind of are. Uh, I know uh, yeah. Andros doesn't consider it to be a, a Microsoft uh, thing, but it, I mean, that, that game makes Microsoft more than any other game they have. So <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, uh, it's a Microsoft game. Yeah, it's true. That's so, my yeah, problem too. 100%. I mean, I am a Nintendo fan above everything else, so you know, I just don't get that excited for the characters that aren't from Nintendo. And yep. Nintendo has really covered all of its major bases. 
I don't think I'll ever be as excited for a new Smash Bros. character just for the inclusion itself as I am. Um, we get Simon Smash Belmont Shop came pretty character. close to me. Uh, as a Smash Bros. character, I'm always excited for new characters because even if I don't like the character or the character being in Smash, if they play in a new fun way, I may wind up liking them or maining them. Uh, I'm not the biggest Metroid fan, but I do main Ridley because I think he's just fun to play. I think I think you're right. I think Simon Belmont made a lot of sense. I think because of the you know its roots on the NES, and and I actually ended up really liking that character. It played really differently. Um, you know, I I think, I but yeah, I'm completely with you. Unless they're gonna pull like a Star Tropics move, and pull uh, I can't Jones. I I can't remember the guy's name, the character's name. Alex, right? Alex Is Jones. It, that sounds right name. to me. That's Something Jones. like that. Somebody's yelling at us right now, going, "No, you idiots! It's Dave or something." <laughs> but um, well, well that's a pretty deep part. cut there, I think. No, you guys, it's going to be Spanky right. from Spanky's Quest. There you go. Man. It's just we're really because you're right. Nintendo really all their main franchises are are covered at this point, but at the same time, yeah. it's yeah, man. No one, no one else would want this, but uh, it says Nathan Spencer from Bionic Commando. I know they're not doing anything with that franchise forever ever again, but mm-hmm. he I made it that. into one of the Marvel versus Capcom games. Which one? Uh, three, I think. Oh, yeah, or three that. Ultimate, the expanded mm-hmm. version of it with the bigger roster. Okay. That is something that sucks a lot of the fun out of Capcom characters for me is a lot of them have been in fighting games because of the Versus series. That's true. Even ones you wouldn't think of, like Phoenix Wright. He's in Marvel vs. Oh, Capcom oh, 3 oh, as well. I also love Phoenix Wright to be a Smash. Imagine that. Post-Man Smash. Uh, his level 3 hyper combo in, in Marvel Versus was to summon the judge, and he smashes you with the gavel. Yeah, level two. That was a reference to um, the game. Don't judge me. I'm big. Again, trying to get um, John to play it, and that's. And there's this. There's a. I'm looking at a site with some really out there suggestions like, uh, Kratos from God of War, uh, Sp- Spyro. I guess it's the little dragon. Hero. Oh yeah. Which is not happening. Oh. So there's some out there ones. I want. I want Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk is a fighter <laughs> with a skateboard and do some moves with a skateboard. You guys mentioned like, <laughs> a, a Nako representative. I don't know if you guys are happy, but I would love to get Kamala in the game for, for as a Nako representative. If you guys ever played that game. Which game? Kanoa. He's, he's a Nako IP, but like, like he only has like a few games, but it would be perfect for Smash. So as a Nako representative, if you ask me. Yeah. It's true. I don't know. I just, I just want my boy to be more games. He's, he has had a game since his remake in 2009. Era. I mean, Tim, Tim to be I a dead horse. I want, I want 1994 uh, Steve Eiserman. <laughs> there we go. Old, you know, I old, thought about old like, Red I, Wings jersey. What would it take? Like, would they put in like? I think it'd be awesome to put in like a um, pixelated sports character. Like from baseball or, you know, NES 
football or something, you know, just like some generic uh, blocky <laughs> character or whatever, and the alternate costumes could be the different sports or whatever. Like, I think that would be a blast. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like what uh, Jesse's hope was for the uh, track and field guy to be in there. Right. Something like that. <laughs> I think that would be great. Bono's football and Bono's baseball. So he could have there, your baseball you bow and your football bow. There, there you, you go. go. Actually, we just Bono need smash. to just completely be like, just screw it. I'm putting myself in the game. There you and go. We just get Sakurai as the ultimate character. There you, Dad. That's there He's you go. Overpowered, like nothing. <laughs> that's the fifth one right I'm there. I'm waiting for the. I'm waiting for the not... Sakurai to put himself in the game. That's what he was saying. Just he puts himself in the game and he's like, yeah. drop the mic. I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm over. It's over. It's done. <laughs> He's way too overpowered, and nobody can beat him. That's right. That's right. There you go. Sakurai challenge, trying to beat Sakurai. Could you imagine just a bunch of Sakurais on the screen because everybody's picking Sakurai? Honestly, could go on and on about like. I suppose none of you guys have Sora to be in Smash. That's a popular one too. Oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, like, do anything with punch out series. They could do more punch out characters. They... King Hippo. I have King always Hippo. found King it. Hippo for Smash. And obviously, it never stopped Cloud. But I have always found it kind of wrong for a third party character that is not even like really on Nintendo systems to be there. And I think yeah. that's my issue with Sora. I know the most recent Kingdom Hearts game, but that's a spinoff. Three never came to Switch. Right. Well, what about the three? I mean, Joker's so they, they did have some of the Kingdom There's Hearts. There's been a couple of the Game Boy Advance games as well. They had some on the DS as well. And Final DS. Fantasy has been on Smash, but not specifically Final Fantasy VII until after Cloud was included. Right. In the they did have Kingdom Hearts games on the DS and the 3DS as well. So although they weren't, you know, one, two, or three, they were, you know... And when Cloud was included in Smash Bros, that was his only appearance on a Nintendo system. So, so are there technically I, more uh, Kingdom Hearts games uh, spinoffs on Nintendo systems than there are actual main line games? No, because then they then they redid some of those uh, oh, mainline ones to where you got what one point five or two point eight or whatever they're called. I don't I forget what numbers are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they had three point one four one five nine. Yeah, I, I don't think the issue. I don't think the issue there is between Nintendo and Square Enix. You know, from you know, I think it's Disney that's you know going to be the issue there because Sakurai, I think, did reach out to people there asking if. They can put some of their characters in, and and I I I don't think Disney is is you know going to be letting that go. I think they're putting the kibosh on, you know, letting any of their say, characters. I don't think, I don't think they want Mickey Mouse thrown down. With a game with Mario. Oh come on! They put they put Mickey but Mouse Vince with Bugs Bunny and Roger Rabbit. Come on, they could. Vince at least... does have a point that like, oh, oh man, that, like, if if you had to Sora, for that you would to expect happen, you know you. We're talking Disney treatment. and Warner Brothers here. Yes. If you include Sora, <laughs> you expect the full treatment of he gets a stage, and I think you would expect on that stage there would be 
uh, at the very least, like some appearance or reference to Donald and Goofy, because they are the main party members in yes, the main numbered games in the series. And those are Disney characters, and mm-hmm. Disney is going to have a lot of specific things to say about how they're represented. It's actually one of the reasons Kingdom Hearts 3 specifically took so long is because there was a lot of back and forth between them and Square about what they could do with the Disney characters. You know, mm-hmm. you said, I saw a comic a long time ago. It was like, Kingdom Hearts 3 is done, and Disney's like, can you also include, like, this movie? It's like, all right, fine. This is done. It's like, no, can you also include Frozen? It's like, oh, my God. And he just keeps going back and forth. This is like... Can you add our new movie to the game? It's like, come on, guys. It's been delayed for five years. Yep. Disney doesn't want to like, let the, sure, like, Nintendo add their characters into Smash because Disney wants to come out with their own version of Smash. You know, all the Disney characters fighting each other. Uh, <laughs> there we go. There we go. I, I think the Nintendo Pals made that comment, too. I think they, they were kind of thinking <laughs> the same thing. Right. Well, who knows? Disney I mean, All Stars. Well, Disney's just buying all the other entertainment companies. Maybe they'll just buy Nintendo one of these days. Oh my gosh! That was Can you imagine that? I remember hearing rumors about that like long, many, many years ago now. Then that that, I think that, I... uh, make, that uh, Disney was going to buy Nintendo. I don't think the Nintendo family, the the people who own Nintendo, that's the Disney way though. They try to do something themselves and they fail, and Disney Interactive closes, and then they buy someone else who can do it for them. The the family that owns Nintendo, I don't think would let that happen. And plus, it's you know they have you know, yeah, they would that yeah, something something. I will never. I can't say that will never happen because we we all assume that you know Sonic will never be in a Nintendo game or whatever. <laughs> but um, ever since then, I can't say it never will happen. But um, it's unlikely that Nintendo would sell oh, to Sonic. an American. Well, I mean, company. I, I gave up trying to say. I gave up saying somebody'd never be in because I thought that was cloud. I was like, Sonic definitely came out to out of nowhere, but nobody even had the audacity to claim sonic was going to be in the game before brawl but people started begging for cloud and i'm like you guys are nuts final (laughs) fantasy 7 was like explicitly the reason that square decided to not publish on a nintendo console why would they put cloud in and then they did and i'm like well i guess there are no rules (laughs) right my favorite my favorite part every time the final fantasy character goes to smash is like like yeah, we try to get a lot of news for the game, but the, you know, Square has like a bunch of licenses with the different games. We go in and get like three songs. Meanwhile, like SNK, SNK is like, I guess these are all library. We don't give a crap. We don't care. This I uh, think I never understand my Square. This question in the oh. chat has come up because uh, we were talking about Smash and it might take us off a little bit off the rails from E3, but uh, Nefrendo asked, where does Smash go next after the DLC is complete? More DLC. Off into the sunset. It's going to be like the Mario Kart 8 of Smash games. You're never going to see another one. It's going to be keep selling it because, it, you know, it's the perfect Smash game. We don't need any more. That's just it. Um, just updating that, updating that for the next system, right? I mean, what else can you that's do, eventually? Every character the next in any video game that's ever been made, that's the only... Like, I mean, what else can you do? I don't know. Well, I mean, I would say at some point you you sort of strip the series back down and build it back up. And I think that's probably not going to go over well, but I think it would be for the best. 
And it won't um, be Sakurai. To I really guess. reduce the roster. Oh, no. Um I think it, there there could be a lot to be said for just reworking some of those original characters. Yeah. Like you actually look at how much attention's put into like the newest characters and like it's almost a shame like how little thought was put into Mario's moveset. Because it's just <laughs> they want to keep it consistent with the first Smash. Yeah. And like, yeah, they added Flood, but even Flood is outdated now. It's like, where's Cappy? Where's where's the you know yeah. could we could we work in the Tanuki tail maybe instead of the cape? Because that's more prevalent now. Yeah. Honestly, I thought they're gonna like implement um the Cat Mario, Cat Mario, because they came like Smash. You know, Mario Odyssey came out before Smash, but they just kept it as the Flood. It's, why? Why did you change it back in Raw, but you want to change it now? Well, could it be? Could they add in? You know, like a could, I mean, I could they add like a Cat Mario as a new playable character? I mean, we have Mario and we have Doctor Mario. Off living in the same world why not cat mario i don't know probably yeah. like an echo fighter or something but i think smash does have to find ways to innovate outside of just adding characters because it's it's going to be impossible to bring all these characters back and add new ones i think you you try to make the returning ones feel new i mean you see this with a lot of street fighter games you know um, you know, Street Fighter V came out with a very limited roster, but there was, you know, Ryu was still Ryu. There were ways you could identify him as Ryu. He had the Hadouken, he had the Shoryuken, but, you know, they also had this thing called V-Skills, and there were a lot of, you know, new wrinkles to the combat system for you to sort of reestablish. And then they started adding all that, piling on all the DLC until the roster got huge again. And I think that's what Smash is going to do. Yeah. I, and I agree with you going back to the basics is definitely something that will happen. And I think that's it'll be given to someone else to work on if allowed to, if Sakurai is willing to give it up. I mean, I know he's willing probably to retire and I think that's at this the problem point. problem is I think Sakurai is a perfectionist who doesn't know how to delegate. And that's harsh, but it's also why Smash is so good. Well, we probably won't see another Smash for a long time after this, is what I think. I, it might even skip the next generation, whatever that might be. We might not get a, a Smash what in if, that new, whatever that next console is. What if they make um, a Super Smash Kart game? That's another prediction. They take like um, like Mario Kart, but instead of Mario Kart, they just put in like some related characters. I would love to see that. That's what they should do. Yeah, an ultimate Mario Kart would be kind of cool, but uh, again, I I think we talked about this on the show as well. Uh, but a lot of these things could go back to basics as well. So who knows? Or even like, I think it would be cool personally if they did a sequel to Double Dash. So if like Nine was like a Double Dash type sequel, I think that would be awesome. Because I, I like think Mario Dash. Kart. Yeah. I think Mario different. Kart needs to needs to become Nintendo Kart. I think that's where that yeah. series needs to go. I think just, Nintendo just, just needs to revive hey, their many, many other racing franchises yeah, that have do. been dormant because Mario Kart took over them. Yep. Cause, and people say, oh, they can't do another racing game while Mario Kart's out. Look at the N64. You had Wave Race, you had Diddy Kong Racing, you had Mario Kart, you had Excite Bike 64. They were all coming out around the same time. 
So Dan, yeah, but like back then, you have to bring up the six. I don't even know what we're talking about, but that's such a good point. Yeah, but, but back then, <laughs> let's bring you that. Have talking about Mario Kart racing games. Let's bring that Beetle it's Adventure racing. Yep. There is a lot. It's just something that needs to be said. I don't even like racing games that much, but like, I do think the argument that Nintendo can only have one racing game at a time, you just, where were you in the N64 days? There were so many <laughs> racing games, thing. I didn't want to play them. Your racing games This is the thing though, like, Mario Kart 8 DX Mario Kart is basically sells. like Nintendo's GTA 5. It keeps selling. They're never gonna like stop selling it. Like, that game is probably gonna sell until the Switch dies. It's like, yeah, I'm like the 64 version, which is like, oh, another multiplayer game. We can play with our friends. Sure, we'll buy it. Instead, this one's like, yeah, you gotta get that game, no matter what. But I agree with you. They should at least try and make a new um, um, racing game, or at the very least, make a new Mario Kart game. Not a remake or something. Then I do your bed. He's he's nice and relaxed. <laughs> I'm in I'm in a hotel room tonight. I'm in. Oh, where are you? I'm, I'm He's filming vacation? two. I'm filming two weddings in Houston. One today and one tomorrow. So I'm just you staying to, in Houston. You have to travel to Houston for that. Yeah, they have to pay you well. <laughs> I had to drive. Oh yeah, they I I charged for mileage. That's a long oh, drive. That's a long isn't it? Uh, it's about three hours. No, oh, that's not too bad. It used to get to be part speaking of the party, of, eat their food and whatnot. Racing games. <laughs> Bring back go 1080 on. snowboarding. There you go. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. That'll be the game. surprise announcement at E3. <laughs> yes. Ebusel says Plock Cart. Yep, <laughs> I think we've gone to something. Yep. Yeah, now that you're here, you have to talk about Plock. Can we have a clock for Smash? It was not. already talked about it even before he was here, so there's no difference there. <laughs> no difference. I feel like there. At this rate, probably skip you can talk night, about clock um, even when you're alone. Like, can we? Can we? Can we? So can we talk to like Justin? Like, hey, can we clock that Nintendo has like mascot? <laughs> no, we can't take that from uh, Retro Logic. Yeah, that's the Retro Logic. That's Retro Logic. What are you talking yeah. about? Good that, point. <laughs> that's, that's all theirs. All right, so Dan, what do you what do you want to see since you got here? What do you want to see from E3? What are you uh, hoping for, or if you're thinking more logically and uh, business like, what do you think Nintendo's going to do? All right, I'll give you two things. I'll give you I'll give you a ridiculous um, prediction that's definitely not going to happen. And I'll give you something that I'm excited for that I actually think is going to happen. So, uh, I think we're getting a new Donkey Kong platformer. <clears throat> but it's not going to be like a Returns style thing. It's going to be totally different. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's not retro. So, it's going to be somebody else making Donkey Kong Country, whatever, Donkey Kong platformer. Well, the rumor and is it's so... the same team behind uh, Odyssey that's working on a Donkey Kong uh, 2D platform. Also, same team who made Jungle Beat. So, let's get those Switch bongos. So turn the bongos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they made a lot of things. I think the point is that it's Nintendo's own in-house A team. 
basically. He just dropped the, the you know, the bongos and then left the call. What the heck? <laughs> bongos. He was like, Donkey Kong, bongos, bye. <laughs> Top of mind. <laughs> he got so excited about talking about bongos. Shannon, you're you're muted. Oh, there uh, you go. Yeah, I was just I was just saying, drop the bongos and run. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, you there? You get back to us? Oh no, he's dropped again. Well, after, after that craziness, I'll just toss out a very uh, sane and not super crazy prediction. I think we will get uh, information on Nintendo crossover content for Monster Hunter Rise. Um, they've literally Capcom likes to do crossovers with Monster Hunter. Usually it's just cosmetic type stuff. They've literally done this. I think it was Monster Hunter 4 on the 3DS. They had like Mario and Luigi Palico costumes. They had like a sword and shield you could get that was patterned after the Master Sword and the Hylian Shield. Nice. I think they'll do something like that at the very least. Um, if they want to be more ambitious, they could do crossover monsters which you would hunt to obtain these items. Um, this is something they did recently in World. There is a Final Fantasy crossover uh, behemoth that you can fight. If you've played Final Fantasy, behemoth is an in-game monster that shows up in almost every game. Um, so okay. I think it'd be really cool if they worked in, like, I don't know if it'd be like Bowser. That might be a little weird to be, like, standing <laughs> over Bowser's corpse and carving pieces of him out. But I could see, like, King Dodongo being a monster you fight. I wouldn't be mad. Or, yeah. you know, even, like, Kraid from Metroid, if you want to get real oh, crazy. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting. That would get me uh, I... back in there. <laughs> I'd like to uh I'd like to see what um now the name of the company just escaped me, that Monolith Soft has been up to since I know they reput they did Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, but I'm sure that wasn't the whole team. And I'd be curious to see what they've been up to. Um if it's not uh, Breath of the Wild too, that's you tell says with. we oh, should hunt right. Yoshi as a monster. I just wanted to point that out. Yoshi. <laughs> well, that's that would be the well, one you would like, ride. Um, I could make a Xenogear collection. I really, I all these teams, and I, I hope they're not all working on rebringing things from the past forward. I believe I like it was either, maybe it was just a rumor, but I think it was confirmed. Monolith Soft is working on a new IP. It hasn't been named or really showing that um they've actually been working on it a while so they're probably due to show it off but it could be one of those things that got retooled there was a new rumor recently that they're doing something xenoblade 3 related um i don't know if maybe those rumors are just getting crossed up hmm. yeah and i forgot that they are that they were helping with breath of the wild that they helped with breath of the wild probably are helping with Breath of the Wild too as well so that could be part of it um, and I also I know uh, um, I know that uh, Tim brought up uh, or no it wasn't Tim it was Chris I think brought up the rabbits earlier I would I would actually love to see a Mario rabbits 2 yeah show up I think that game was 
had no right to be good and is amazing. Yep, that is a uh, so that is a lot of hopes for that like one. Rabbit, plus we got Donkey Kong with it. Rabbit, I was I was blown away. I was blown away by uh, Mario Rabbids. It was a great, you know, funny tactical sort of experiment between Mario and the Rabbids and. You know, I bought that and I bought the DLC just like, just like on the whim. Like I, you know, I love tactical games and it just re they, I feel like they really honed in on the Mario aesthetic well, and they were able to merge it well with the rabbits. Um, I'd like to see if they could do it again. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that game, I don't know how it how it's good. like the the premise just sounds just awful but it's it's a top switch game like it's you know it's up there it's it's just such a good game mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely yep i'm actually i'm hoping that uh you know it is going to be a while before we get metroid prime 4 so i am hoping that mercury steam is working on a 2d metroid that's yes. been rumored and maybe it's the one that that was the one they pitched to Nintendo, but they then said no. But we want you to go ahead and work on you know, Samus Returns, which they did and brought. And since that was successful to a certain extent, you know, even though it did come out, you know, the end of the 3DS's life cycle there, I think it was still probably yeah, impressive fun. enough for Nintendo to say, okay, no, you know that game you wanted to do, now you can do it. So. Maybe they got to work on it, or maybe Nintendo had them work on it with Retro so that it could be a tie-in or kind of like a prep for the next Prime game. Or what Marty and I have been secretly wishing for, not secretly, obviously we told everybody, but we hope that it's a sequel to the Fusion game series. So that would be really cool. And maybe, who knows what uh, Mercury Steam's um concept was maybe it had something to do with fusion who knows but uh um i i'm just hoping that there is some game or games because uh that will help bridge the gap while we wait for that uh metroid prime 4 and when i say games who knows maybe they might open up the uh the opportunity for an indie game co- company to do something with metroid um while we wait as well. The guy with Axiom Verge, whatever his name is. Right. Well, he's he's been working on Axiom Verge too. So, and that that one I'm excited for as well. So I can't wait. I can't wait to see when that comes out in the summer. So, um, but yeah. So, who knows? May, and who knows? Because uh, even if he does work on Axiom Verge two, maybe maybe they got together and they do some sort of special stage or something where it does involve. Samus or something or some sort of you know skin or something who knows you never know what Nintendo does and like that that what is that cadence game uh, cadence of Hyrule cadence of Hyrule, yeah, cadence of Hyrule. Mm-hmm. you know that came so out of nowhere who knows yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's such a uh, that's kind of one a game that's on our list to get I mean my son feels very complete conflicted about that because he loves Legend of Zelda but doesn't really care for music 
it's 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 so not a personal thing. He gets he gets migraines a lot, so a lot of that like thump 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 that yeah. you know the beat driven music that you know that's not it's not all that good for his uh, you know his migraines. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see I'd love to see more of that. Yeah. Well, you guys are going to get Cadence, Cadence, Cadence of Metroid. Yep. Well, in Episode actually said Cadence of SR 238. <laughs> <laughs> so a little little inside reference to the Metroid planet there. So, so, um, so we're talking. I mean, bringing up Cadence of Hyrule. I mean, the elephant in the room, right? Zelda. What are, What are we getting for Zelda? I yeah, I want diversity. everything. I want everything, but I'm really really thinking we're not going to get anything other than um, Skyward Sword right now. Mm. I don't... I really want a new... I want a new 2D game. I want a new... Just as much as you want... That, that, as much as a Metroid 2D game, yes, please, but also a new Zelda uh, top-down. And maybe you do it in the same style as Link's Awakening. You got the engine... You know, use that to to build something, or or even the, I know they say it's hard, but they could figure it out if they wanted to. I'd love to even get a Zelda Maker. You know, oh, something. Yeah. I think at E three we're going to see uh, the sequel to the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, as it is officially so far called. Um, I think it is appropriate to expect that, given that they told us to wait you know you can't just like have your biggest presentation come and go after telling us wait there will be more information later i think it's i think there is an expectation for it that you can't say is un uncalled for just um, remember though this they is won't Nintendo. show it that doesn't mean it's this gonna sh- that this doesn't mean it's gonna launch this year right right um, i would personally if i were nintendo if this game is remotely close to being done, I would try to at least put a launch year in that trailer. People would lose their mind. You don't even have to say when. If you say it's coming this year, people will lose their minds. If you say it's coming next year, then you can safely not have to give us any more updates this year. Yeah. And I think it's pretty reasonable to expect it will come out by the end of next year. I would because think this so. is this is using the same things they use to create Breath of the Wild. It has been a significant amount of time, um, but that said, Zelda games do take a long time, and the problem is they had a now in development announcement, and I hate those because it basically means this game could take forever to actually come out. It's it's literally the same as Metroid Prime Four. Well, no, not quite the same. We got more than a logo. It's true. We got we got a cutscene. Yeah. But to be fair, I I think just the that wording that now in development, uh, that clues you in that like, they literally started this recently. Like, probably the first thing they did is put together that cutscene to show. Right. No, I think you're right. I just I think you're right. I think we we probably will see something. I just don't think we're going to get a hoopla for the anniversary, Zelda anniversary, and 
Well, I, we I think even active. even if they're if they're doing something so far as like you know just some special merch, the My Nintendo rewards, we the may Game not even Cross see that item. at E3. That doesn't feel like an E3 announcement to me. That feels like if they were to do what they did with Mario, they had a Mario anniversary direct essentially, and mm -hmm. if there is enough stuff to warrant it they could do a Zelda anniversary direct sometime in like September or August and you well, know, tell us we've got these things I mean um, they have to have they have to have something that they know is going to sell right because they are predicting I, I don't know the numbers but they're predicting a lot of still a lot of hardware sales and a lot of um a, a whole lot of software sales in this fiscal year. And the things that we know about aren't going to get them there. And we know that they got stuff in development. They always do. And we know we're going to get games the second half of this year. But there's got to be something big that they're going to be talking about. And, and I think Zelda has that ability to be that. I think that Mario has that ability to be that. I don't think I don't think you're going to see another Animal Crossing thing because I think that while that game is amazing and sold so many copies it's not going to Lightning's not going to strike twice with it during this you know comes to generation I just don't think Lightning may not strike twice but you can milk a franchise when it's successful I yeah, actually just... think even if we don't see it right away, maybe not at E3, but I think sometime soon we are going to see an Animal Crossing spin-off of some sort. I can I can see that. And it might be, you know, Amiibo Festival too, but <laughs> no, they're going to do something with that brand because it's huge now. My daughter wants an Isabel um wants a Isabel Amiibo so bad and and like I found some that were kind of expensive, then I found like uh a copy of Amiibo Festival with the with the Isabel um, uh, Amiibo. Yeah, ha having Amiibo cheaper. Festival with it actually devalues the Amiibo. Devalues, yeah, it's actually cheaper to buy. They're them, tainted buy her because they're <laughs> too close to Amiibo Festival. <laughs> I didn't think of that. To be honest, I mean, it's kind no, of funny. I'm pretty sure they're going to be big for um, Zelda's anniversary. Um, it is the second most popular Nintendo IP. It it there. is, but I, I just don't know. I just don't. I mean, this is Nintendo. They do not do what you expect that they're going to do. You so they're, they're gonna. Put... I, I'm. I want. I want to be wrong. I mean, my shirt. Says, be... I want <laughs> to be wrong on this. They're gonna do the but... same exact thing they did for Mario's uh, the anniversary. They're gonna put on Legends of the Game and Watch. They're gonna pour out the East. Sold, sold. Take all my money. I will, I will do it port, all. They're gonna port the uh, HD games on the Switch, which I hope they do that. Uh, I, I think you're muted, Chris. Yeah, sorry, Chris. You're talking. I was just saying that uh, I was looking up predictions for E3 for Nintendo. Everyone who's writing, who's written an article on this, has a catch-all: the unexpected, whatever that means. I mean. I don't know why you'd include that in a in a prediction article, but there's the off the cuff. Well, I haven't heard many people expecting Odama too, so I'm just gonna throw that one out there. <laughs> we need to get a microphone that actually uh, 
Because that the switch doesn't have a microphone built in, does it? No. No. I didn't think so. So we're gonna have to get a new microphone too. The Joy-Con can almost talk to you with some funky HD rumble shenanigans <laughs> that's been used before. I, I never understand that. I was blown away when, when um, a night vision app came out for it. I'm like, what? What? The red Joy-Con can see in the dark? This is awesome. You're... I won't have to turn on my light to get up and go to the bathroom again. Yes. It uses that infrared uh, camera on there. Yeah, you can see some things. Uh, I forget. It was actually That's a game pretty or something dang clever. that did that. Yeah. I think it was... Um, I think Labo does Sounds that. like a Metal Gear sort uh, of thing. Yeah. I think Labo uses the IR as an infrared. To... What's going to call it? The strings or something? I don't know. It's, it's Nintendo. Whatever we... Whatever we think it is that they're doing, who knows? But that's the fun part, is speculating. Well take... Speculating is so much fun. Might... Might as well take, you know, take all of these ideas, you know, put, write them on like, the side of your wall and just throw some butts at it. See, <laughs> what, I mean, whatever it hits, it's what they're going to announce, you know? Yep. Super Mario LA Seidel. <laughs> the stupid go. thing is I'd still buy it. <laughs> I'm part it of might the make a new Nintendo. Well, in, in, in some ways, you know, I think the usual suspects are kind of, you know, set up. We've, we've got a Mario Golf game coming out this year. So I don't know that we would necessarily expect another Mario game or another, like, casual type party game really close to it um, or really late in the year when you usually have the really hard hitters. Pokemon is coming out in November. I think that's a given. It always comes out in November. Um, I think the, the most logical assumption for the big heavy hitter at the end of the year is Breath of the Wild 2. It's just a question of is that game ready? Uh, right. It may not be. Nintendo may have planned for it to be the big game for this year at some point and had to push it back. They never promised us a date, so they never have to say, please understand, we had to push it back. Um, but then they presumably have something else to take the place, and if that's the case, then it may not be the biggest thing. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. And you want the, you want the uh, title that's going to sell the consoles and sell the software ultimate chicken horse 2 I could have sworn you were going to say the NHL rewind but uh, no no I that's that's be a dead horse that's literally being a dead horse uh, which <laughs> ultimate that's, chicken that's horse being dead horses. Um, <laughs> no. I feel like um, it might be kind of safe to expect that they might uh, drop the news about a new um, uh, online uh, console, you know, with, to go alongside with the Nintendo online and the Super Nintendo. Um, but they haven't done that though be... at E3s though, which 
They've always done did, later. Did, did they announce the Super Nintendo that Super Nintendo was going to be coming at an E3? I don't. I could have sworn that was at an at an E3. I could be wrong, but I think I thought it may it was have been later. like a, a no. I think I it was an early in the year. Um, direct like a March direct or something. Okay, I could be wrong about that. So maybe I. I mean, I mean they got to come up with. It seems like oh. every year they got to try to continue to to uh, keep the service. Yeah. Um, I. I don't. Here's my prediction. I don't think it'll be 64 games. The Nintendo 64. I think it will be game, the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, or and or Game Boy Advance. Tim, would you say though, like this year more than any other, there's been a lot of uh, upgrades to Game Pass and EA Play integrating in with it as well. So maybe Nintendo's got a little bit of a reason to. Up or improve their online. Good yeah, point. and that's that's yeah, what I was I saying last night in the show yesterday. Super was NES games the, is for... to have EA work with EA or Ubisoft to enhance their their uh, online offerings, Nintendo's online offerings, to where it's not just Nintendo. Uh, I'm so. getting this from Wikipedia, but Super NES games were announced in a Nintendo Direct on September 4th, 2019. Oh. And then release the next day. Really? I could have sworn there was a gap. Wait, that makes sense because the service launched in September. So anybody that is like a lifer Nintendo Switch Online subscriber is due to renew their subscription in September. True. Uh, so they often do add things to it around that time to convince people yeah you should keep your subscription except for last year for the next year. year they didn't do anything but that's true it could have been because of covid and you know the pandemic and stuff but that's what i was saying is like if there's if they're not gonna do any more of their own systems or if they do add a system like the game boy let's say um but then say offer what a, another company does but that you have to add more money to it is another possibility as well where it's like okay 20 bucks for nintendo stuff but pay an extra ten dollars and then you can have access to you know this company's library back catalog of stuff you know or whatever mm, i think the, i think the bulk of data that is typical of nintendo 64 games i think uh, myself looking at that it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to be put on like a switch online service you know like the uh like the super nes nes online stuff um i mean the, i could see the game boy uh franchises going that way um those are i think going to be easier to uh migrate from you know you know into the the online service um but Vince, I mean, do you think it's wrong. because of nostalgia that they would probably that's why we're like yeah nintendo super nintendo game boy but then when we start talking about you know n64 we're just like ah whatever that's not going to do well but then you talk to people who nintendo 64 was their first system mm -hmm that generation is has the money to spend would want that probably the most 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, there are a lot of people who, uh, who are saying that and are wanting it. Um, I think I, the controls for the N64 are kind of a mess to work out. I mean, we all saw how they tried to bring over, you know, Super Mario 64 into the All-Stars collection and all the you know, all the other adaptations they've had to uh, had to make with the Switch hardware and, you know, what was originally developed for, for the 64. I mean, I would I'm love not, to have the 64 I'm not online library. I'm not as well versed in the, the emulation scene as I would like to be to bring this up. But my understanding is that Emulating N64 games has consistently proven difficult, rather difficult, more so Almost than you would think for how old the yes. system is. Yep. And what what we are talking about with Nintendo Switch Online is essentially Nintendo's own software emulation uh, mm -hmm. of their old consoles. Um, so I think there is a technical aspect that needs to be addressed that makes those more difficult than say game boy game boy color even game boy advance games but exactly. that did not stop them from putting in 64 games on virtual console but um i think if you're doing the drip feed there is potential for them to put the effort in to touch these games up so that they work or be selective about which games they upload because they've already established they can do that i mean they they broke their new games every month to just say, we'll just put whatever we can get whenever we feel like it, and you guys got to deal with it. Um, mm -hmm. Nothing good. I, I do like think N64 has a lot of added appeal as the online service because so many of those games were built for four-player multiplayer. Um, that is another... You know that is a lot of value added from the multiplayer aspect, which a lot of people aren't using, I think with switch online games um but it is also you know we talk about issues with nintendo's online now even with the two-player you know super nintendo games and that's only going to be multiplied by four-player games so isn't there, i still feel isn't like there... too many of those games are caught up in licensing problems the ones i want to play anyway that's true too i mean it would not be surprising to me and i know people would complain anyway but goldeneye would not be there Nope. Yeah. I, you know, I will wish and I will hope, you know, but no. No, we're not going to see Goldeneye. We're not going to see Goldeneye. Are you the WWE game? You're not going to see like, those rare are... games. You're not going to see, unless, I mean, the only rare games you could you could see where, you know, you could possibly get are, are you know, Donkey Kong 64 maybe. Maybe. Like you're just... Maybe we'll get that. Microsoft's willing to play ball in a lot of ways. That that's true. Banjo is in Smash. Maybe as a show of goodwill, they give Nintendo permission to put Banjo and Banjo Tooie on there. Maybe that's what's and on the and just those, not not even Perfect Dark, just Banjo. Wait, maybe maybe that's what's on the redacted document. I'm gonna remember. You know something that I actually. Um... I actually started thinking about um, this was back when uh, uh, when that uh, when the first Fire Emblem game was uh, 
was, you know, finally localized for the American market. And, you know, Nintendo put that out. Uh, you know, $5.99. Get it until September 31st. Um, I have a feeling that might be a route where Nintendo is going to go with some of uh, their other, you know, some of their classics. Where, you know, why, why try to put all of them onto a uh, onto a Switch Online app where they can just kind of like piecemeal them out as little now like remaster releases, you know, like, you know, this one over here, this one over here. Um, I, I think that makes good business sense to them. Honestly, well, I, mean, I mean, it doesn't... They did before on the Wii. Yeah. There wasn't any remastering yeah. in that case, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Personally, I kind of wish we could go back to the virtual console days of getting, you know, whatever whatever title that we uh that we had access to you know just one and done boom you know i find that ironic because i always heard stories of people being like well why is nintendo they're gonna, gonna do what they're gonna do now i find that ironic because um i used to hear stories about how people are like oh why don't have like a netflix side nintendo thing so we can get the things that we want and then it's like yeah. i'll do that I mean, and then they took out the virtual console thing and it's like now they want the virtual console system back. Well, yeah. People were saying virtual consoles since the Switch came out. Before there was, and, and then there was very good reason to complain because we had no way to play any old anything. But I think for me personally, I really like the subscription model because that allows me for a very low buy-in to be able to play games that I probably would not even want to spend uh, the time to look for and download and spend 5 to $10 on. I probably wouldn't have played a game like Demon's Crest, for example, at least not initially. You know, I would have had to find out about it some way. But I, I actually Absolutely. do. When new games are added, I, I actually fire each one of them up and play at least like five minutes just to get a feel for what this game is. I actually get really yeah. excited when I see games I haven't heard of added to the service. And I think that's where it shines. Um, and I think that's really all Nintendo can do at this point. Earthbound being the one exception, they've put their own games from the major library out onto these systems. There's a couple NES mm -hmm. games too, I think missing. But, um, you know, the fact is, uh, the big companies, especially like Capcom, Konami, they know that their retro games are worth something to people, and they're going to sell them on their own. Uh, yeah. There are other Absolutely. licensed games that maybe they just... Nintendo literally doesn't even know who owns the rights, and figuring out is going to be hard. So getting that answer is going to yeah. take time, and once somebody figures out they own the rights to that company, they'll be like, oh, this is worth something to you? Give me some money mm -hmm. and maybe we can make it happen. Mm -hmm. you know, they might get greedy. Um, yeah. So, you know, the kind of things that Nintendo has the freedom to add are, you know, it's going to be the obscure stuff. 
Um, and oh, fortunately, oh, yeah. the selection is actually pretty well curated. I mean, yes, Tough Enough is on there. Super Ballast <laughs> 4 is on there. There is some stuff on there that's not really worth your time, but most of the stuff they've been adding mm -hmm. is at least interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at the uh, the selection of the games. I mean, uh, it's true. I haven't heard of a lot of them, like, I wish I wish Dan was uh, was here in on uh, on the video, but when he and I played dodgeball for uh, monthly mayhem uh, last month, that was that was unreal. That was nuts. That was like some of the some of the most fun that I've ever had playing. You know, playing a regular NES game. He might someone. disagree with you on that. Yeah, then he agrees. <laughs> and I, I think my my point with all that though is, even if they move back to the virtual console style setup, the selection is mm -hmm. not going to be what it was on the Wii and the Wii U, because oh, no. Capcom oh, no. is not going to put Mega so. Man up for sale because Capcom has a Mega Man collection for sale on Switch now, mm -hmm. and you know everyone, the Switch actually has more retro games available. I think the issue is that they are just not all in one place the way they were on Wii and Wii U and 3DS because you've got all these arcade games coming, arcade archives, you've got Sega Ages, you've got all these different collections and it's confusing because mm -hmm. they overlap and they're not all priced the same and there are disadvantages to that but in terms of just the sheer availability of retro games you can buy, there actually are more. Absolutely. Sam, some of those collections even mimic the the format, like they have rewind or they have save states where they didn't in the original game, so they kind of play the same as well. Yeah, yeah. Even I mean, we I... virtual console had save states of a of a sort. You know, you had a quick save that you obviously didn't have on the NES. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was. You know, I'm I'm a uh, I'm a Switch Online subscriber, and I uh, you know I've also got the Street Fighter arcade collection because you know even though it kind of you know makes me sore that Capcom never got to play nice and put Street Fighter Two or Street Fighter Two Hyper Fighting on the Switch Online, there you go. Here you go, Tim. Yep. At least, you know, at least we've got the arcade versions, which hold up, you know, every bit as well to the uh, to the Super Nintendo experience, I think. I mean, until we were starting to play on... Uh, until the leagues were starting up on, uh, on Discord or we were playing Monthly Mayhem against each other, I, all my friends uh, are not Nintendo players. So the only reason I had SO was to have the the, the NES and the SNES games because I'm not actually playing against anyone online. I'm playing against my kids and locally here. Well, now yeah. we can play Baseball Simulator. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm all over that. that if, we, if we use that for for the for the baseball league, I'm all over it. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'm in for anything to be honest. Well, 
so that that we uh, can let the people who may be watching online with us off the hook and go to bed and we can continue on with our cocktail hour or dessert you know at the dinner table let's sign off uh, here on the stream but again we can continue on in our own uh, in our own time afterwards here but what I like to do as always is I like to give a toast to end the show and we get ready to everybody get their drinks and you know hey it, I got it here. Mountain Dew you know if you want to sponsor us you know I do drink a lot of the Mountain <laughs> Dew Zero so <laughs> And Vincent, you know, he's got Pepsi Zero Pepsi there. Zero. So, yeah, so. Hashtag sponsored. <laughs> you know, we got different things here. But with that, may your gaming time be plentiful and fun, your backlog short, and you and your family's blessed. Good night, everybody watching. Good night, everybody here. Cheers. If you have to go. But again, get Cheers. your cocktails out and let's talk some more Cheers. E3. Good night, everybody. If I can find the right button to turn this off. <laughs>